0: Teacher talk teacher talk super family show come on freaking we
1: a toast
0: let us to have a fun Here we go teacher a talk hey teacher a talk teacher a talk, teacher talk, hey! talk hey teacher talk teacher talk we are back and we are live yay we are well we are kind of live it is tuesday morning right now the time is 9 41 a.m correct and as soon as we're done recording i'm gonna (laughs) chop it up edit it and release this episode a s a p so this is hot, this is fresh, this is almost live. This is extremely fresh. This is last minute recording. <laughs> yes, it is a, a last minute recording.
1: Well, you know, I'm a last minute man.
0: You sure are a last minute man. That's, what I, that's how I've always been. Yes, you're giving me anxiety. I do my best work at the last minute. Prove it. By giving me the best podcast you've ever done, last minute, right now. Easy. I I take pressure
1: and I use it to motivate myself. That's the secret of a last minute man.
0: How about use the pressure to motivate yourself to schedule an earlier recording session? That would be awesome. That could be done also.
1: There's (laughs) different ways to utilize pressure.
0: Yes, well, as they say, pressure makes diamonds. Yeah, it does. So if you want to be a shining, sparkly diamond, you must have pressure. You must have pressure, yes. Anyway, I've got a bit of an update. Uh, You know, I, I used the Okinawan intro again because it's stuck in my head stuck in your head it's a it's an earworm. i've been kind of singing it for the last few weeks like teacher talk hey teacher talk when i'm holding my baby super funny show i'm
1: you're, bouncing her you're raising your baby to be the next generation of teacher talk host <laughs>
0: wouldn't that be cool yeah yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It's kind of a as you said it's kind of an earworm that song. It gets inside your brain like a musical worm and stays there. And it just plays over and over inside your head. But in a nice way. This was this song. Yeah, it has a nice Okinawan feel. It's beautiful, yeah. Now, here's the update. Oh, okay. What's the update? Ben you were right. It's true. The Okinawan string instrument, the sanshin, yes. is often made with snake skin. Yeah, that's so cool. I spoke to Lady in the Sky, and I spoke to uh, another Okinawan student okay. and listener. And they told me a little bit about Okinawan music culture and the sanshin. Oh, that's a nice. A string instrument. You've been doing yeah. some research. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as I said, it is true. Traditionally, the, as you said, the drum part of the instrument, which means the kind of the big part of the guitar. Yeah, the the big hollow part. The big hollow part, Yeah often is covered with snake skin yes and yes it is true sometimes cat skin well if you can't find a
1: snake the next best thing is a cat
0: Oh, obviously I, I hope it's like an old cat that died naturally no you need a young skin so it's kind no. of bouncy and no. fresh
1: so you get, no. you get that prong 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 <laughs> come how. on
0: Uh, But, but, no one has ever heard of dog skin being used for a sanshin. So that's a secret. Not sure if that was
1: true. That's a secret. Okinawa people will never admit it.
0: You mean you think there are secret dog skin sanshins hidden in Okinawa?
1: I think there's an underground dog skin
0: sanshin industry in Okinawa. An industry, like a a factory? Yep. A whole underground network. No, you're getting you're getting crazy. No. We need to shut it down. You said sanshin is sometimes made of dog skin. Yeah, I do. Both Lady in the Sky and Okinawan listeners told me no, never heard of a sanshin made of dog skin. Well, there are reports. Maybe it's very rare. But uh, okay. or
1: maybe someone was really
0: drunk and they thought a dog yeah. was a cat. Maybe you're right and the Okinawan people are wrong. Anyway, as usual, because the teacher <laughs> is never wrong. Okay. Anyway, uh, you know these sanshins You can get them cheap if the snakeskin is fake. Well, yeah, I I wouldn't want real snakeskin, but. People living in Okinawa, almost everyone knows how to make their own sanshin. No way. Yeah. Apparently, it's common, you know, if no one has a sanshin, you just get a can, like a a metal can. Yeah. And you can make a sanshin quite quickly.
1: You can make a very simple sort of DIY version.
0: Yeah, a DIY string instrument. And she said that in every family, there's usually a few relatives that can make a sanshin DIY. And there's always a few uh, men and women who can play the sanshin and dance the traditional Okinawan dance.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's nice.
0: So whenever there's a party, like a big family Okinawan party, there's always someone who can play the sanshin and someone who can sing and someone who can dance.
1: They're a very musical people.
0: Yeah. They used to be the world's longest living people. They got knocked off the top. Yeah, I don't think they are anymore. But part of the reason was this culture of music and dance and you know activity outside activity
1: (laughs) is that that's the reason they don't live so long anymore they were doing too much no
0: the reason they don't live so long is the american diet becoming popular disgusting hamburgers unfortunately chips yeah
1: yeah and it's difficult to dance when you're a big fat uh (laughs) greasy person
0: You have to be a belly dancer.
1: Yeah. A new instrument. Just slap your big American belly.
0: (laughs) Slap your belly for drums like you do to your dog? Yeah, that's right. Got my dog drum. That's my traditional instrument. Anyway, that is the update about Okinawan music culture. And the Okinawan string instrument, the sanshin, which was heard in our intro music. Lovely. I'm still, I'm I'm
1: hoping to visit Okinawa soon, as soon as possible. Oh, it's great. Go and visit Yoshi. Yeah, maybe I will drop in on old Yoshi. Yeah. Down there in the beautiful tropics. I'm thinking of a tropical holiday every day. And I'm trying to plan with my wife somewhere to go. I've been looking at Guam. It looks very interesting.
0: Uh it's kind of expensive. Is it really? Everything's in American dollars.
1: Yeah, that's what's interesting about it, because it's not a technically
0: an American state. It's an American territory. Yeah, it's under control of America. Yeah, so like food and stuff. Going to a restaurant is expensive. You got to pay in American dollars. It's like Hawaii kind of.
1: Yeah, like Hawaii. It's like little Hawaii.
0: Maybe. I've never been to Guam. Some people have said it's pretty cool, but I would prefer to just go to Southeast Asia. Yeah, Southeast Asia, you definitely get more bang for your buck.
1: You get more value.
0: More culture, better food, cheaper. It's cheaper.
1: It's cheaper. I just think about taking young children somewhere. I want to go somewhere, you know, safe. Sure. My kids are not ready. Kids are not ready for the the, uh, the dangers of Southeast Asia.
0: It's, it's not
1: dangerous at all. It is. You might step on something on the street, and then you have to find a hospital. That's what I'm worried about. Them getting some kind of, you know, Infection or sickness or fever, uh, which happens a lot in Southeast Asia. It's happened to me.
0: Ah, that's true. You have to be careful about drinking the water. Yeah. And also about mosquito bites because you could get malaria. Especially mosquito bites. I heard a statistic that malaria... Uh, the disease that's carried by mosquitoes has killed more people in history than anything else.
1: Yeah, I've seen that too. Mosquitoes are the deadliest creatures by far.
0: <laughs> you think every creature's deadly.
1: Mosquitoes, yeah, they kill I mean indirectly.
0: <laughs> they kill more than anyone. They do. Yeah. Uh, And that was interesting. And especially if you look at history, they have killed far more people than any other cause of death.
1: Uh, Yes, they have. So be careful, everybody. But at least there's no mosquitoes at the moment. And the ones in Japan are quite safe. Although I've been seeing a few insects appearing around my house. So that means spring is coming couple of birds in my garden, tweeting away. Oh,
0: yeah, I got birds in my garden too. I love to see birds in the garden. It's very exciting. I was outside... Except
1: crows. Oh, I love crows. Crows can mind. just fuck off. I don't mind crows. It's loud, obnoxious crows. They're the beautiful uh, hellbirds, dark as night. I like them, except when they open my rubbish bags. But night. I was... In the garden this morning, shoveling my bags of dirt. Uh, and yeah. Are you
0: still doing that? Yeah. Throwing yeah. away one bag of dirt a time?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm doing two. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing four, four per week at the moment. <laughs> so two bags on every garbage day? Yeah. Two bags per garbage day. <laughs> and it's, I've got a little, I've got a, I think I should be finished
0: within, within the month. You know, maybe, you know, when I tear up all the roots in my garden, I'll need some extra dirt. Uh, When are you going to tear up all the roots in your garden? I don't know. When are you available to come and help me? (laughs) You need a root man. Well, you did such a great job with your garden. I thought perhaps you could help me with mine. Uh, Flattery will get you nowhere, my friend (laughs) Flattery will get you nowhere It Means you can give me compliments But I'm not going to help you I'm not going to do what you want me to do Just because you gave me a compliment
1: Yeah, just saying nice things is not enough Flattery will get you nowhere Although, it is true I am probably the number one root digger in, uh, in the Sendai metropolitan area. And I do have some good tools for the job. <laughs>
0: ben. So. I know what you're doing. What? What do you think I'm doing? And it's unacceptable. What am I doing? You're saying I'm the best root digger and I have the best tools for the job. <laughs> Number one. Ben is trying to make his friends in Australia laugh by secretly telling a joke in the podcast. Oh, because of the meaning, the local meaning of root. Oh, you you weren't
1: doing it on purpose? No, I wasn't doing it on purpose. That joke would be lost on most people. None of my none of my friends in Australia are
0: listening here. <laughs> so root in Australia. It's a verb, right? To root. Yeah, to root. It means to have sex.
1: Uh, Yes, it does. It means to have sex. How do you use that slang? Uh, For example, uh,
0: did you root that girl last night? Right. That means like, did you have sex with that girl last night? And then you might say, yeah,
1: I rooted her all night.
0: (laughs) Okay. I rooted a... Can you say a root? We had a root?
1: Um, I think some people say pulled a root, which means they were successful in picking someone
0: up. Oh, I pulled a root last night means I went out and met a girl and we went home together. Right. It was a good night. I got on the piss and pulled a root. So that's Australian for I went out drinking, Yep, uh, met a girl, and we spent the night together. That's right. Magical. I got on the piss and pulled a root. Got on the piss and pulled a root. Jeez, Australian (laughs) slang is so strange. Under the stars, we made love in the bush. I thought you were joking that saying, oh, I'm the best root digger, like I'm the best at sex. Well... And I have the best tools for the job. I'm (laughs) You have a superior penis. You've you've just got a sick mind and you think about... Well, no, because I know the Australian slang for root. So whenever we talk about roots in our garden, I'm suspicious that at any moment you're going to start, you know, telling secret dirty jokes. I told you.
1: Many times, you need to stop thinking about my penis. <laughs>
0: I'm not thinking
1: about your <laughs> penis. Everything every everything leads back to my penis with you.
0: So it wasn't a joke? It was just
1: by chance? It was just by chance. I guess I should have said I'm pretty good at pulling roots. That would have been a, a good joke. For Australians. Yeah.
0: I, I wonder how our Australian audience is uh develop let me try let me try to say a uh, australian slang joke okay, okay. go let ahead give it a give it a shot here i go Oh, right oh, i'm an Aussie guy a bloke it's get yourself I'm in from the... Australia there you go uh, so now i'm i'm gonna say what you said well i'm i'm the best at pulling roots and i've got The biggest and best tool for the job, mate. Ah, (laughs) Secret funny slang joke for my Aussie friends. Crikey.
1: Ah, the crikey (laughs) crikey was the cherry on top. (laughs) 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 That was beautiful. that That made me homesick for a moment there.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, Oscar winning
0: performance. Anyway, there are many, many roots to pull in my garden, Ben. Uh So why don't you come over and let's pull some roots together? Yeah, sure. Um I've got a <laughs> Does that um, sound funny for
1: Australians? Yeah, that is that that would be funny. That would be funny. Okay. So I've got, you know, I've I've got uh several garden hoes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, wait, here we go. So, a garden hoe is a tool. That's a bitch that hangs out in your garden, dog. <laughs> yeah. A garden hoe is a tool for digging up dirt. Yep. But a hoe is a is a girl who likes to have fun. And uh, very easily has a lot of fun. Yep. Likes to have sex with many different men. Right. A hoe. Yep. Anytime. You, you just said.
1: Anywhere. <laughs> I
0: have a garden. <laughs> I have a few garden
1: hoes. <laughs> yeah. I got big ones, little ones, slim
0: ones, <gasps> uh, big old are, thick hoes. Uh, these are what, what's called double entendre.
1: Yes. Two meanings. You're
0: saying a word that has two meanings, and one of the meanings is dirty. And it's like a secret little dirty joke. A a double entendre. That's right. Yeah. So,
1: good at pulling roots. Best tools for the job. Well, bring your
0: garden hose over to my house. And let's pull up some damn roots. Pull a root with some hose. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do
1: it. I look forward Uh, to it. Yeah. Anyway. I did become uh, quite adept, quite skillful at removing roots from the ground. So I'm sure whatever you have, I can deal with it. And two birds with one stone, I can get rid of some dirt. I can give
0: it to you. Yeah, you can give me some of that dirt. And I've got a great idea for, you know content for youtube or the podcast what's that abe and ben's gardening show well, yeah well my studio my workroom looks right onto the garden that's right you have a beautiful view uh, sliding door and right outside my room there's the garden it's right there so you could just do all the you know dig up all the roots and everything and i'll take I'll be in here just filming you. Ah, interesting concept. And every hour we can take a five-minute break and record something. And then I'll get back to work. And then you'll get back to work. And I'll get back to work taking the video. Uh,
1: yeah, okay. Seems a little unbalanced in
0: terms of a workload. You'll be pulling tons of roots so you'll be like haha this is a double entendre it's so funny hours of fun i'm so motivated pulling roots with my hose yeah and my friend cheering me on go come on ben pull another root you can do it if i can hear you through the door grab that garden hoe and pull that root
1: well, okay, you know, maybe we can try. We'll do it for a couple of hours. And if the fans enjoy it, if that's something they, they might want to watch, then, uh, you know, we'll do more.
0: So we'll do a gardening YouTube live stream.
1: Yeah, I, would, I think it would be nice to be
0: a gardener.
1: Just, a, just an easy job.
0: I don't think it would be easy. And I think the job you're talking about is being a landscaper. Just pulling roots all day. (laughs) (laughs) A landscaper does that kind of work, right? Yeah. Planting the trees and making a beautiful garden. My dad does that. And you're
1: right. Often it's not easy work, but often it is. It depends on the job. It could be making a very simple little flower bed, or sometimes it could be cutting down a big tree, which is dangerous. Or pulling a
0: root, mate. Ah!
1: <laughs> or pulling a root. Or pulling a root. Crikey.
0: Yeah. Your dad is pulling roots all the time. No. Oh. Actually, my, uh, my cousin also is a uh, well, he's,
1: he's what you call an arborist.
0: What's the difference between a landscaper and an arbor? Is an arborist a person who focuses on the trees? That's right. They're tree specialists. Oh, okay. So he trims the trees and plants the trees?
1: Yeah, usually trimming trees,
0: really, really big ones, or cutting them down completely. Oh, so he cuts down trees or trims the branches so that they don't fall on people. That's right. It's very dangerous work.
1: And I was looking forward to seeing him on Christmas Day when I went back to Australia. Yeah. But 2 days before Christmas he had fallen out of a tree. He said he fell 10 meters. I now I don't really believe that. But anyway. 10 meters. He went to ho- he was in hospital in uh, intensive care.
0: Oh no. The intensive care unit. Yeah, it was very serious. That's where that's the the area of the hospital that's for Really serious injuries and serious conditions. Yeah,
1: it's like you know when you've got a the
0: ICU
1: serious problem.
0: Yeah, ICU. So yeah, yeah, the intensive care unit. Yes, you need intense care. I hope he's getting better. Yeah, I think he's okay. He went back to work. He's pulling roots already. Straight back to it. Couldn't wait. He's in the garden
1: with those hoes pulling roots. Get his hands on some hoes. Get back to pulling roots. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those jobs that I could never do.
0: Because it's too hard?
1: Because it's too high.
0: Oh, you're afraid of heights?
1: Yes, I'm afraid of heights. Yes.
0: Oh. Terrifying. I'm not afraid of heights, but I would never do a job where... I have to, you know, be so high up, even though I'm not afraid. I just know that it's you know, I'm clumsy. You are. I'll probably fall out of the tree <laughs> on my first day. It's just a matter of time. It will happen. Yeah. Not
1: if, but when. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's a that's a dangerous job. But you okay, so you wouldn't work a job involving heights.
0: I don't think so, unless there was some, like, really good safety system where I felt, like, super (laughs) safe. A special safety system just for you. Yeah, like, okay, everyone use this normal safety system, and Abe, here's your safety system. And it's, like, an extra two safety things. Turbo safe, 5,000. Like, if one fails, then the other one will save me. Uh, yeah, a backup safety system. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, okay, you wouldn't work heights unless you had that system, but would you do a dangerous job? Have you ever done a dangerous job?
0: I mean, I've worked in warehouses with huge heavy boxes like appliances, oh, that's fridges, freezers, stoves, When they're stacked up like, you know, four fridges all stacked on top of each other. That could easily kill you. So looking back, I think, oh, yeah, that was dangerous. Also doing deliveries of heavy home appliances. Sometimes it's winter and you're on someone's, like, icy stairs. Oh, God. And you're pulling this, like, 200-pound refrigerator up the stairs and I've, I've hurt myself a few times in situations like that, but not super bad.
1: Yeah, I get, that is a dangerous job moving furniture.
0: Ye- well, not furniture, a- appliances. Like fridges and washing machines. Exactly. Home appliances. Home appliances. Oh, okay. And in Canada, the home appliances are so much bigger and heavier than in Japan. Yeah, it's the same in Australia. I guess what? Yeah, big, huge refrigerators, but big, huge freezers.
1: I've found, although that's true, the Japanese doorways and staircases are narrower.
0: Oh, yeah, they're terrible. I would hate to be a delivery person. Uh, for furniture or appliances in Japan. They're so narrow. Yeah. Uh, oh, I
1: remember when you helped me get this couch, which I'm looking at next to me. We got this uh, from somebody's very, very narrow apartment complex.
0: Yeah. And we carried it down the stairs vertically, I think. It was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. we took some thinking. And then we carried it all the way to your house. Yes. <laughs> we didn't even have a car. No. <laughs> Two guys going down the street carrying a big sofa. We got our sofa.
1: Happy as Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a good sofa. Now it's in my my freezing studio. Well, I can't
0: wait to visit your house again. It's been a while. I can't wait to have you. Yeah,
1: you'll have to come over soon.
0: Yes, you can help me dig up some roots and then... We can go to your house and you can make me lunch. Sure. And then you can help me carry a thousand kilograms
1: of sand. Hey, sounds (laughs) like a good trade. That's a good trade. Yeah. That's a good trade. I'll get rooty, you get sandy.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right, Ben, well, let's wrap it up. It's thank right. you uh, for doing this emergency last-minute podcast. No, well, thank you, because I'm the reason we had to do it. That's true, hmm. but thank you anyway. Hmm. And next time we record in person, I have a few things prepared for you. Oh, exciting. I always look forward to these surprises. Yeah, I have a video I want you to watch and get your reaction. It's not a dirty video, is it? Of course not. Of course not. I'd expect it to be. And some other stuff prepared. So next time, let's meet up face-to-face, man-to-man. Let's do it.
1: I mean, no more. I be heading out the door, I say